You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Gina and Chrissy from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 690 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today we're bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. We have Gina, Chrissy, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544 or email us at yourstorytravel.com and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will fold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So you got to love a Disney oops as long as it doesn't mean somebody's job. That's my only fear with this happening was there was an oops this week. Apparently the 1970s vault collection of the Magic Kingdom MAP, M-A-P, Spirit Jersey was accidentally released during the last week and it was not supposed to be out officially until Monday, January 24th, which is when we're recording, but not when it comes out. So two days ago, it was supposed to officially be there. Well, it was spotted in the Contemporary Resort and purchased by many guests. Well, several guests is what it said. And then it disappeared all of a sudden, because I guess some guests told some other guests, and so they went there to get it and it wasn't there. And the other cast members were acting like they didn't know what was going on. Like, what? No, those don't come out until Monday. And so they were totally covering, so I'm afraid they're afraid they're getting in trouble. That's the only thing that I can guess out guess about it. But um, the jersey is very retro and I think would be a super fun souvenir for anybody who's there I, I think I should tell Sarah to buy one while she's there I wonder if they it wasn't necessarily that they d- didn't want to get in trouble it's they may have already gotten a slap on the wrist and those, those are not supposed to be out and then their instruction may have been if anybody asks where these are this is what you say you say they don't come out till Monday and you play like we didn't make a mistake right so I don't know if if they were trying to cover up from like their boss or if their boss is the one who's telling them, you need to make this right by <laughs> by pretending that the other people have lost their minds and not us, okay? Right. I guess in my, you know, my hope is that the people who are saying, no, we don't know anything about it, is they may truly not have. If you've got a cast member working like 6 p.m. to midnight, they don't know what happened when the store opened at eight o'clock in the morning. You know, I, I'm just hoping that could be it. And, and you're and it, you're right. It could be, Chrissy. Well, remember when that happened at Disney Springs not so long ago? I'm trying to think what got released. One of the um, jersey shirts oh, got released. Wasn't it the iridescent one? Maybe. Yeah, the ones that was the Disneyland. Remember? Right. Oh, right. Okay. And that happened at Disney Springs at World of Disney. 
But to be fair, at any given time at World of Disney, there's a minimum of like 250 cast members. Right. There, there might not be a whole lot of communication. You know, you might not. I mean, at least I know it's changed since I worked there, but I had no idea what was going on at the other end of the store. It's like 10 different tiny little stores all in one. It is. And sometimes it's a little overwhelming. I can't walk in there anymore. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I do, but it's overwhelming. I like the how you have that pay option now with you, where you can pay with your phone. I, I did that. I love that. Right. Yeah, Abby and I did it. So I think the lady was looking for people to train, and she's like, would you like to try this out? And I'm like, sure. And she said, now it's all set up in my My Disney experience, so I don't have to worry about it. And I was like, okay. It's such a cool idea. It just, mm -hmm. it feels wrong when you walk out of the store. <laughs> I don't know, like Costco and Sam's, like they have that kind of stuff too. And you're like, uh, don't, I, I'm missing a step. This just feels like yeah, they're doing the same doing thing at, at Kroger's here. Like you have like the scanner on the cart. And so you just scan your stuff as you're getting it. And then you just pay for it with your card. And then that's it. You don't even have to go stand in line. Yeah, that's, I think that's, it's either Costco or Sam's or both of them that do that too, where you can just walk around with your phone and scan everything as you're shopping and then just walk out of the store. I would do it in a heartbeat. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it just, it's really neat, but it does feel wrong until you get more used to it. It's just one of those things that the adjustment period is kind of strange. Um, okay, so this is just a reminder for everybody. This week, the Disney Skyliner is down for its refurbishment. It's been closed since Sunday, January 23rd, and it will reopen, hopefully, on Saturday, January 29th. You know, if there's any issues, that, of course, will hold things up. Um, there's always that possibility that something pops up and it has to stay closed for a little bit longer. So just keep that in mind if you are going around that time. Disney has signs in front of the Skyliner Hub at Caribbean Beach and the other resorts that lets the guests know that buses are available during the refurbishment. Of course, guests did see the Skyliner running on Monday and they were a little bit like, what? <laughs> I thought these were closed. But remember, they're probably testing them out to make sure that everything's running smoothly. This is kind of why why they're closed for these refurbishments they have to still keep things running to make sure that things are, are going smoothly there's not people in them they don't want them to run into each other yes <laughs> trying to fix those little kinks um so just just that reminder that's something that we told you a while ago but if you're there right now and you're wondering why that you can't get on them that is why I wonder if they'll slow down the approach into the station because those things go in fast. <laughs> Coming in hot, right? <laughs> right. Well, the Q saga continues at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, last year, in fact, I think it may have been the last time I was on, um, we reported that the Waldy Cows in the room just before the pre-show of the Runaway Railway were completely destroyed by guests and then later fixed. Well, it seems it wasn't a very long-term fix because the decals are now bubbling on the wall. After being destroyed by guests, some of the decals were removed and the murals were painted over. This is a case where you can't even blame the guests as the decals were bubbling <laughs> from the from underneath. 
Um, the murals were then later restored, but it seems they just don't want to stick to the wall. Um, this only keeps happening in the new in the new section of the queue that was added with the opening of the runway railway, not the front section that existed for the great movie ride. Um, I don't remember, I mean, this sounds terrible, but when we were there last summer, I don't remember a whole lot of the murals. Yeah, I don't either. So I don't know if I would know what it looked like before or after. I was just so excited to get on the ride because it is such a cute ride. <laughs> they were themed like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway when you were there. And then when they went and redid it, they did the Asian theme and it was really pretty. I took some pictures of it and um, to send to Sarah because she was uh, very disturbed by the whole situation of people. She's like, okay, I need to get on my soapbox. And she was talking about watch your children, watch your teenagers, the whole bit. Um, but anyway, it was really, it looked really, really nice when we were there. But then when I saw pictures of it, and it's bubbled from behind. You know somebody's going to pick that. Well, I'm a picker, so. <laughs> well, and I wonder if that's what happened the first time. Maybe they got bubbled and people started picking them. It was, you know, maybe these were just weird walls. You know, at school, yeah. Vicki, we can't oh, get yeah. things to stick to our walls. Right. right. So it could be the same thing. These walls just do not hold the vinyl. They don't hold the decals. They bubble. They look weird. And then people are like, what is up with this? And they can't help but touch it. Right. right. Well, the one where they were showing was closer down toward the wall, which would make a lot of sense, Stephanie. It could be something like the temperature or something that's mm -hmm. making them come from the bottom. Because where they were showing was more towards the floor than up high. Um, I don't know. We will keep you posted on that. But I am sad because it really did look sharp. Because Joey's like, I don't remember this. I'm like, first of all, you've never been in this ride before. So I guess you don't. And second of all... <laughs> They just put this up and he's like, oh, okay. All right, so there was some sad news for Magic Kingdom this week. Mark Anderson, one of the pianists, passed away at age 66. Anderson was a fan favorite of any avid Walt Disney World goers. Um, he was known for his incredible talent as a pianist and performer. He performed throughout Walt Disney World Resort, but was most known for his performances just outside of Casey's Corner of Magic Kingdom. And I know my family has caught him there a couple times. He had played the piano at several Disney parks for the past 30 years, and he passed away peacefully surrounded by his family on Sunday, January 16th. Um, Anderson and his wife, Laura Lee, performed together in the Disneyland Hotel House Band in 1984. Anderson then went on to become an entertainer at Tokyo Disneyland and then ultimately started playing the piano on Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom in 1988. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the Anderson family and all the cast members and guests because he will be dearly missed. So sad. 30 years. He was so young too. Yeah. Like Bob Saget. That could be a whole nother subject. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's been every day somebody um, mm -hmm. lately. Meatloaf. Meatloaf, uh, Louie Anderson, Betty White. I mean, it's just like since she passed away, I feel like it's just been like trickling. A roller coaster. Yeah. It'll stop soon, hopefully. So over in Toy Story Land, Disney is making more seating at Woody's Lunchbox, which I'm super excited about. 
um, there is a covered area being built to have more seating. So if you're going into, um, I think it's the Toy Story Midway Mania queue, it's like you'll be able to see people when you're in the queue. Not that that's a big deal to you guys, but I'm just telling you, I'm trying to let you picture it. It is because it's not as shaded, but it's also to protect people from the rain. The one thing that I know that I read in several articles was it's a metal roof. <laughs> they're like, isn't a metal roof gonna bring some more heat for the people? And I'm like, maybe they're gonna hook fans to it. It doesn't say. Or those misters, the fans with the mist. But um, if you've never eaten at Woody's Lunchbox, they have things like chili cheese tachos, toasted cheese sandwich, um, grilled three cheese sandwiches, barbecue brisket melt, so tons and tons and of uh, different yummy things to try. We tried it this uh, last time for real food. We had had the Pop-Tart, their homemade Pop-Tarts or whatever. We had tried mm -hmm. those before and we tried a different one this time. So it'll be very cool. There'll be more seating for you and it'll be a little more protected. I think that, I mean, Woody's Lunchbox is one of my favorite quick services. Well, definitely, I mean, almost on all property, but the lack of seating and the lack of shade in that area, all lack of, I mean, even like an occasional bench, the lack of that in Toy Story Land as a whole made it kind of a ride slinky, ride, or eat, eat lunch, go, because it was just so hot 90% of the time. So this is going to be so welcomed. Yes. So absolutely welcomed. It's always busy, so they definitely need the space. But maybe it might not be so busy with the new Woody's Barbecue opening up. I've never thought about that. Right. I'm oh, excited for that. It's Jesse's restaurant. Right, that's right. Yeah, Jesse's. Well, I'm not a fan of Jesse's, so maybe I'm in denial. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for that character dining. That's hilarious. I like that Woody's Lunchbox also has breakfast options. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. lacking in just everywhere. You right. need people to go and get breakfast. So they have, and it's not just pastries because yes, you can get the Pop-Tart, but it's like, um, I don't even know what it's called, but they're like breakfast bowl has tater tots with eggs and like a sausage gravy on top. And it's, right. it's good. Yeah. Okay, you got me until the sausage gravy on top, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's nice to have something other than pastries or, or even waffles or, you know, all the sweets. I mean, those are good, but sometimes I like, it doesn't have to be sweet. <laughs> so Rhea of Rhea the Last Dragon is now greeting guests for the first time at Disney Californian Adventure in honor of the Lunar New year festival Rhea can be found at redwood creek challenge trail which has been decorated for her arrival there's a Rhea and the last dragon banner and lanterns the map from Rhea and the last dragon is on display at the start of the trail there's signage um, in the queue that displays Rhea and the last dragon and she is there dressed in her outfit that she wears throughout the entire film she appears from 3 p.m. till 9 p.m. daily. So if you are a fan of that movie, definitely go check that out over at Disneyland. All right, here we go. The figment popcorn buckets. Oh my. <laughs> now that they are completely they are completely sold out. Um sold out so much that Pop Eats, the the food booth at um Festival of of the arts um 
they removed that from the menu board completely. Um, Pop Eats um, is located next to the Starbucks building right before you enter World Showcase to the right, which somebody on my Facebook page, a friend I have who is down there, she posted a picture of some of the food at Pop Eats. It looks amazing. <laughs> and people couldn't even get that food because right, you didn't want to stand right. in the line. She, she showed this like grilled cheese and tomato soup and it was adorable. Mm, that and sounds like, good. This like checkerboard looking rainbow cake, I think it was, but it was a phenomenal looking cake. I'm thinking I'm there for the food, <laughs> but the fig popcorn bucket would have been pretty cool too, but they removed it completely from their menu board. Um, the stand where the popcorn buckets were being distributed the stands are still there, so it makes us wonder, will they come back? Um, Figment is still pictured on the sign, but the popcorn bucket availability itself um, is not. So I wonder with the picture of Figment on there, um, hopefully maybe supply and demand, maybe they're on a barge somewhere <laughs> <laughs> waiting. Maybe. I think they need at least two lines right right i think yeah or set up a separate booth beside it right for just the figment right and and the thing is 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 disney knows what they're doing the publicity that they got on this popcorn bucket made the demand i i whether it's resellers or not i just they had news reports from from australia and you know, from all you know, all over the world, they're talking about the lines for this popcorn bucket. So it's just a—I don't know if it's a brilliant marketing move on their part, or I don't know. I don't know how they got people so excited for that either. Like, yeah, I don't either. We have some of the popcorn buckets, but I'm not—I guess I don't know. I—I I don't get it. And you know, I collect crazy things. <laughs> I don't get it either. I would just never wait in a line like that. No, me neither. Indeed. Even like we were talking about it, even if I were still local or, you know, we're, we're a pass holder or even a cast member, I don't know that I would waste a park admission on that. Even if I got in free, I don't think I would. Right, right. Like, I don't think I want to spend my whole day in a line. I just don't enjoy lines. <laughs> Well, I guess now Genie Plus. Right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that's why we had fast passes and yeah. Okay, so we're going to continue with <clears throat> Epcot News, the Jaminators. Um, if you know who they are, I see them every time we're there. Um, they are some amazing guys that play on a variety of items like trash cans and kitchen tools and building tools and yeah, a couple other things. This week, they performed on trash cans in front of Spaceship Earth. But guess who joined them? Kermit the Frog. I wish I would have been there. So um, he joined them for one of their numbers. And if you would like to see it, Disney Parks posted it on their Twitter page. Never get enough Kermit. I was wondering if it was such a big hit because, you know, last week we talked about uh, the rainbow connection with Miss Piggy and Kermit singing the mm -hmm. song on and the orb changing colors, which I just watched, by the way, on YouTube. Um, I was wondering if they got a big following for it and maybe that's why. Maybe. 
I love the Muppets. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I think that they should do more of that. Kermit and Miss Piggy are underrated. They are. Bring in some Fozzie Bear, Gonzo, Swedish Chef. <laughs> just, just yesterday on Disney Plus, we were kind of scrolling through and I watched, now I don't know how familiar you are with it, but the newest Muppet show that was on ABC, I don't know, a few years ago. Yeah, it was a few years ago, but I never watched it. Right. You know, I mean, it's definitely not, I, I wouldn't say it's a kid's show. It's not. Some of the lines that were spoken were a little more grown up. But let me tell you how much I loved this show. It it kind of, it's based on Miss Piggy, like hosting a late night show. Like, you know, um, David Letterman or, whatever. or David Letterman. Yeah. That's um, funny. And, and Kermit's the executive producer. It's the neat thing is, is they had a, they have a band that comes every episode. So like the first episode, it was Imagine Dragons. Oh, awesome. We had it on in the background and one of the episodes had um, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Oh. Like all these amazing bands. I don't know. It, it's definitely not a kid's show. Maybe older kids, much older kids. But I didn't give it a chance when it was on the first time. But on Disney Plus, I don't know. I was I was impressed. Not the Muppets that I grew up with, but it was a lot of fun. I'll have to look for that for sure. It was, it was good. Well, I don't think that a month goes by that we don't talk about somebody suing Disney. And I'm sure that some of it has to do with how much money Disney has. But I was going to say, everybody wants a little bit of that Disney money. Well, I looked to make sure that this name was spelled correctly. It's Stevel Smith. It's not Steve. It's Stevel Smith, um, a 52-year-old that used to be a cast member, Disney house, uh, excuse me, mousekeeping cast member. I don't want to missay it. Um, and he claims that he was fired unjustly. So apparently he has type two diabetes and he worked at the Yacht and the Beach Club Resorts. And he alleges in his lawsuit that he filed on January 11th that they went against the Americans with Disabilities Act. Um, he said his diabetes is protected by that, which is true. I know that it is as long as they feel like it goes along with it. Cause I know sometimes there are people that are gonna try to push the button sadly, but we all know that's true. Um, that's true in, in, with any business, actually. Um, so he began working at Walt Disney World in 2013, and he's been working at the Yacht and Beach Club since 2017. And he stated that during his approximate two years there, he was denied access to use his medication and non-employee restrooms, which the non-employee restrooms thing, that not that like a sanitary thing that you wouldn't be using somebody else's bathroom? Or does he mean the public? I'm wondering if, if they mean like the public, like in the that's lobby. That's what I check it as. Yeah, that's how I read it as. So apparently he urinated on himself a couple times while he was at work. And the managers reportedly said he didn't, that they didn't care about diabetes. And if they take your medication, you uh, if you take your medication, you can go home. So in October of 2019, a manager reportedly moved his medication to a locker out of his reach which I hope this is not true because diabetic is not something to play with at all. No. Right? Yeah. Um, being diabetic, I should say. Diabetes is what I meant. But in the same month, Smith asked to leave a shift early because he felt faint. And the manager denied his request saying that he didn't look sick. Okay, you don't know, unless you know a diabetic and you've seen them being sick, 
you don't know what that looks like. And so right. you have right. to be careful. Right. Um, Smith also is a black Jamaican man and complained that there was racism from his fellow cast members. And he claims that a manager reprimanded him in January 2018 for complaining about ra racism from his coworkers and they made him clean the stock room in their place. So a few months later, another manager told him to hide from the general manager in a closet saying that he didn't look presentable. And if you don't disappear, you'll see what I'm gonna do to you, like threatening him. So he met with management at least three or four times during this incident. And then he was fired in March of 2020. And they said it was because of two things that he didn't do correctly. He claims this is false and the firing was actually due to his complaints about the issues above. So, you know, they're gonna be doing this, but he currently works part-time as a rideshare driver. And he said he cries every time he passes Disney. I do that and I didn't get fired, but. <laughs> um, I hope this isn't true. I mean, I would hate that. I, I hope so too, Gina, just because people assume, just like um, somebody at church the other day was talking to me about a handicap pass and people looking normal. And I mean, I look relatively normal for my, I mean, joke if you will, um, but I look <laughs> okay. relatively new to Brad's making the cuckoo face at me or the cuckoo sign, um, relatively normal. And I used one when I was for my surgeries. Um, you don't know when somebody has something wrong and it's not really your place to judge. Right. It isn't. Especially with diabetes. You can go into a coma so quickly. My grandma, if she went into a react, she had a reaction and we didn't get her sugar fast enough. I mean, she mm -hmm. was in a coma. So like that is not something to play with. So no. I hope you're right, Gina. I hope this is just a misunderstanding and they'll find something else out. Um, but then again, I don't, then if we find that out, then it's going to make me sad if he made it up. Right. So I'm like, I feel like they should have been able to do something while he was working there. Like if he was reporting this stuff, this stuff should have been taken seriously that moment. I feel like investigation should have happened already. And, and Mike, my husband, when we worked for Disney, he is a type two diabetic and he was diabetic when we worked there. They make accommodations. I mean, I realize it was a long time ago when we worked there, but I mean, under the law, employers make accommodations. You know, if Mike said, you know, I need 10 minutes, my sugar's low, I'm shaking, I need to eat something. They did what they needed to do to make it happen. They, I, gosh, I, I hope it's not, I hope it's not true. I, I hope they, they're a big company, but they, they know what, they know what the right thing to do is. I just feel like there's so much about people and caring for people. I just, mm, I don't want to think that that's true. Right. Mm, I hope, I hope it's not. <laughs> So in uh, 2020, I'm going to totally shift gears here. Minnie Mouse and the main attraction collection was a huge hit. So if you remember these collections, each month there was like a mini plush that would get a new look and it matched this little backpack, some ma uh, like a magic band, ears, mugs, and more. There's a whole collection on it. Well, in 2021, they did Stitch Crashes, a Disney movie. And Chrissy, is this the one that you got into the stitch i did not i love stitch but i didn't get into this one betsy okay so um i just remember somebody was 
really into the Stitch Crashes, a Disney movie. Um, and it was a monthly featured Disney character and he had a line of Disney merch. So this year they're gonna continue this and they're doing Mickey Mouse as the main attraction collection for each month. This will begin on January 28th. Mickey's collection inspired by Space Mountain premieres and it has a Mickey plush, a backpack, ears, Mickey pin and more. Um, if you remember how popular these other collections were, they sold out pretty quickly. So remember, I just told you the date, January 28th. If you are interested in getting some of this merchandise, you want to set an alarm on your phone right now that you need to get online on January 28th and go to Shop Disney and go ahead and order some of this merchandise from this Mickey collection. Because you know there'll be people on there scooping mm -hmm. it all up and then selling it for $10,000. Yep. I'm really excited to follow it, but my only thing is they didn't finish the stitch line. Did they not? It, no. It ended in, oh, they're planning on releasing the last three items, but the last release they had was October 2021 with the Jungle Book. They still have to do Pocahontas, Peter Pan, and Mulan. And right now it just says early 22. So, so they still have to finish Stitch. Oh, Stitch. And they're releasing Nikki. Yeah, it's I I wish I would have started buying that Stitch stuff, but I know A, it gets really expensive really fast because I'm obsessive and I would want everything. But B, I, you know, in like some of the shopping groups that I follow and whatnot, there that was the big chatter is why are they really, why are they starting a new line when they didn't even finish? My guess is it's again supply chain issues. But still it creates less demand if you like nobody's gonna want the other. Well, they're still gonna want it. Okay. <laughs> but uh yeah, I just, you know, they started a whole new one without finishing the first. So I don't know if they're gonna do this the whole time, the Mickey one, but Minnie started with Space Mountain and now uh, Mickey's starting with Space Mountain and they're kind of, they like match. It's pretty cute. Oh, now it makes me wish I would have gotten the Minnie stuff. I'm sure you, <laughs> you can, can go, go on, on eBay, eBay and buy it. I could, but Mike might not like the prices. <laughs> I don't think anybody would like those prices. I am working Chrissy. year round now <laughs> so I can shop more. There you go. Ugh. All right, uh, different story to start with. This week, Netflix announced disappointing subscriber numbers and its stock dropped 21.79%. As a result, other stream streaming companies had losses, including the Walt Disney Company. The change comes as a result of shaken confidence in the streaming industry after Netflix failed to reach subscriber growth benchmarks. Investors are nervous even though Disney is yet to release their subscriber and revenue data from the most recent quarter. The Walt Disney Company has so far dropped 10.24% on Friday to 137.38. Disney's quarterly earnings will be released on February 9th. It will be interesting to hear what Disney reports because we know that Disney Plus has grown at a faster rate than Netflix did. My opinion is that anybody that's gonna get Disney Plus already has it. Indeed, indeed. Um, and not only that, 
Disney's kind of put all of their eggs in the Disney Plus basket lately, it seems. And that's, you know, boggles my mind. But I, I know we've had Disney Plus since day one. We also have Netflix. We also have Paramount Plus. We also have HBO Max. We also have Peacock. So our, I mean, we also have cable too. So our streaming dollars, I mean, your market can only be so saturated. Right. I mean, right. and like you said, if people you run out of people plus, they've got yeah. We've I mean, gosh, you can't force. You know, I can't subscribe to it twice. <laughs> right. When we signed up, we signed up like before it came out, and it was like a a three year pay yes. all of it up front. Right. So you already got our business for three years. We already paid. We prepaid for that. Right. Right. And I did mine with my Hulu subscription because I was already using Hulu and it was so much cheaper. Right. So, you know, we're sorry, Disney. I I just for for Disney putting all of their eggs, you know, so I shouldn't say all so many of their eggs in the Disney Plus basket there. If, if the numbers are disappointing, I mean, I don't, I'm not a financial analyst or anything, but I just, they can't be surprised. There's still movies that are not on there that they need to put on there. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause my, what I thought at the beginning when we signed up was eventually everything that was in the vault, which we've talked about before, I thought all of those movies were going to be in there. And there are plenty of movies that I know that I saw when I was a little kid. Well, um, I think it's the seventh annual Avenue regular. Uh, oh, the yeah, irregulars. the North Avenue irregulars. Yes, the North. Ave- I remember that movie. I saw it at the drive-in, and I, I loved saw it at it the with movie theater. Chorus Leachman, and I mean, it is a cute, cute movie. It's not on there. Um, there's tons of movies that I remember seeing when I was a kid that I don't see anymore. I like Summer Magic. I don't think it's on there with Haley Mills. Well, it seems like they rotate them like like Netflix and the others do. Like they'll put movies on, but then after a while they'll because I want to say Summer Magic might have been on. I don't recall, but they had a bunch of Haley Mills movies um, when they first launched. I don't know if they're rotating them and pulling some off and putting new ones on or or what. I don't know, but I watched Pollyanna and Parent Trap yesterday. I like Pollyanna. This one's one of my favorites. Parent Trap's my favorite of all time. I love that. So fun. All right. So we have reported on this um, for probably the past five or six months. Um, Walt Disney World is in need of cast members. Um, We've talked about how, you know, like some people say the cast members are frustrated and all this. Well, it's because they don't have help. Okay. They're doing the best they can. Just be patient. So because of the shortage, on January 20th, Disney had another job fair. um, And they were trying to recruit part and full-time cast members for the call center. And they were offered a $1,000 sign-on bonus for any cast member that stayed for at least 90 days. Um, There are other jobs on the website that are offering a $1,500 signing bonus. And now we are also noticing that various full-time cooks and chef positions um, have a sign-on bonus from anywhere from $3,000 to $6,000, depending on their job criteria. So maybe this is why Disney has not 
opened all of their restaurants or brought back the dining plan. What do you guys think? This is absolutely what I think. Yeah, I, I think if Disney could bring back the dining plan, they would in a heartbeat because that makes them a ton of money. But they just don't have the staffing. Okay, what I want to know is do they have any remote position. I, know, right? I want that bonus. I, I look at secretarial positions there at least once a week. Oh my gosh. Do you? Oh, all the time. Are they, they remote? I, I came, no, 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 I'd have to move. Oh. I, I came this close last week to applying for one. Really? If they had remote, I would do it. If they had remote and offered me insurance, I would quit my day job. Some states, I think you can work for Shop Disney. Um, Missouri, I, I, Missouri is not one, um, but there are some states where you can be basically the call or the call center rep for Shop Disney. That's cool. I don't know if I'd want to do that on merchandise release day. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, be busy. I don't know if any bonus would be worth that. <laughs> I feel like every time I call into Disney, like those people are working remote. Right. Yeah, they are because you can hear their dogs barking in the background and stuff. Right. Everybody still is. And they found it's cheaper to let them work from home than keeping the office. Right. It is, which is why they should let us just work from home and do Disney. Like, <laughs> come on, start hiring us even if we aren't in Florida. I couldn't give up teaching. As far as the restaurants go, that has got, I mean, even here in St. Louis, if I drive to pick Michael up in the evening, Jack in the Box is closed. Yeah. Is, I mean, they're, even if it's a fast food position, even even restaurant, like not so much the big chains, which is sad, the, the mom and pops, you know, are cutting days, cutting hours. So it's, but even the, you're right, even the chain restaurants, like there's paper signs on everybody's doors. Like you go, cause you look up this, the time online and it's not accurate. It's not There's the a sign hanging on right. the door that says, one, we can't open our doors and let you come in because we don't have enough staff to work the inside. Right. We can only do the drive-through and we're closing four hours early because we don't have the staff to stay here. Right. Yeah, that one Starbucks, Mid Rivers in Mexico, closes at 3.30 every day because they have nobody that will work. Wow. They're sad. That's, in, that's just insane. I think it's crazy because I can't believe, but... So what happened to all these people that were working all these jobs before? That's what I I wonder. I mean, do they not need a job now? Maybe they got work-from-home call center jobs. <laughs> we need, what do you call it, the $1,000 signing, which is not going to happen because our raises have been frozen. I mean, we haven't had our salaries have been frozen, and but our custodians, we can't. We're supposed to have six in our building, and we have five. And we've had one out. District-wide, they're down like 33, Mike said. It's everywhere. It's not just Disney. Well, but. and I know here, the thing is, is with Amazon, because we have a big Amazon distribution center here. And, um, like, they're hiring people for 20, what is it, 20, $26 an hour? I, I mean, I we had some people quit at the hospital and went to Amazon because of it. And they got flexible hours. There was some satire video and it was like job interviews and in like 2010 versus job interviews now. And it was, you know, basically like you got to come in in a suit and you are drilled and, you know, you're still not good enough. And then now it's like 
Do you have a pulse? That's what I was going to say. Do you have a pulse? <laughs> You're hired. Can you start now? And the guy's like, meh, I don't even want to, like, I, I'm going to work, like, maybe, like, two hours a week. And they're like, we don't care. Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you want. It's a sad state of affairs. It is. We want dining plans back. <laughs> yes. Yes, we Come do. On. Absolutely. I need to take the dining plan as it is now with half the restaurants open. Yeah, yes. same. Give me quick service. Right. Even if it was just quick service. Even if you could just purchase like one or two days, you know, something. I, I know off top, well, kind of off topic, but I looked into a good neighbor hotel or uh, off property, but still under Disney. They get a, the quick service dining card for their stay. I'm like, yep. So why can't why can't Disney do that? Right. Actually, I think they paused that. I, it might be back up, but they did pause for a tiny bit. I think it's back up. It is back up. I don't know if it was just like an issue with the website or like what happened, but it, I know it was paused for a tiny bit. If they're offering this, I mean, you know, granted, good neighbor, whatever. Why can't I get it when I stay at Pop Century? <laughs> we want a little discount somewhere. Like years ago, like I was a kid, like high school, and we went and you were able to purchase like how many ever days you wanted for the dining plan. Like it was just a, it was a, like a certificate type thing. Why can't they go back to something like that? Because they wouldn't make as much money. That's why. <laughs> they greedy, greedy, the greedy. <laughs> and we're surprised. No, we're not. Yeah. Well, thank you. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousepotatespodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Gina, Chrissy, Stephanie, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544 or email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. This week, Brad and Vicki will be sharing tips and tricks for everyone going to Disney that'll help you make your trip be a bit more magical. This is a good one. You're going to want to get this information, get your little notepad and write some stuff down. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends.